DJ PK brought to you in part by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahairmd.com. Question of the day, bowl season's here. BYU and Utah State are going for 11 wins. How can you not be fired up? Dan says, I'm not fired up for UAB in the Independence Bowl. I've tried, but it's just kind of hard to be. I disagree completely. The last game. You're fired up before you say goodbye to college football for months. I think it's the next game. Uh, For the Cougars, they're on the precipice of something entirely brand new. It's about building momentum because... I think I'm starting to sense a level of optimism that I think is not there, but people think it is there. And what I mean by <clears throat> a lot of folks, including some ding-dongs in the media, thought that Utah was going to storm into the Pac-12. And I had one of their coaches, not Kyle, go down and just check off, okay, we start this kid, he's a Mountain West kid. We start this kid, he's a Mountain West kid. I mean, literally went right down the lineup letting me know that this is going to be difficult. And I'm sensing that there's some BYU fans who think, yeah, man, we're going to just take, come on, we're going to jump right in that big 12. The Baylor game isn't any kind of warning shot. They're the top. They're the best. Yep. So it just gets dismissed. We'll handle the rest of the league. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, I mean, you can have a successful season. And And not not win every game. Oklahoma Oklahoma State had a successful season. I mean, they lost, especially now, that's what I tried to tell. I remember Scotty and Gordon. We had the uh, thing. We had the, the college football roundtable uh, earlier in the year, and and they you guys were down at uh, uh, what's the place down there by the Marleys? Yeah. And I had contact tracing, so I had to stay home. But I was on the remote stuff. Uh, I think you were driving in. Mm-hmm. You did the first hour. I did yeah. the second. We switched yeah. out. Yeah, because yeah. I I wanted to go, but I couldn't. They wouldn't let me. Uh, I felt fine, but nevertheless, those are the rules. And they were going on about how Kyle needs to change because he hasn't won the conference. And I keep saying, what what are you people talking about? I I tried to educate them, but they wouldn't listen. I feel bad for them because I'm me and they're them. And I tried to tell them, you're putting all your stock into one game. They lost the one game. You got me there. But change everything. And so the point I'm making is that Oklahoma State shouldn't – feel like its season is a failure because they lost that one game. You play all these games, you play nine games, and then, okay, that's not good enough. Now we got to have one more game to determine it. And that's a concocted thing. That, it's, th- that game is basically for entertainment purposes only. To try to make as much money as you can, right? I mean, in, in my mind, they ought to just have a conference. There's no need for the title game. Uh, not in a 10-team league when you've already played everybody and there's round robin. It's all taken care of. Whatever league. I mean, the years in the Pac-12 or Pac-10, they didn't play everybody, and they still didn't have a conference title game. So just because you lose that one game doesn't mean your season is a failure. So I think a lot of people think that BYU can jump in to this conference and be at the top third just because we're BYU and we've done all this, this, and this recently. I don't think that's the case. I think if they're gonna they're gonna have some hard times potentially maybe not but I'm not as optimistic which I'm not usually anyway but that they're gonna just take the league by storm 
And so the point I'm making is for the Cougars, they need to develop and build as much momentum as possible. And for this one, this isn't really uh, like if they win the Independence Bowl. That's not where it's at for me. It's not about the Independence Bowl. It's about going 11 and 2, coming off an 11 and 1, because I think they need to build as much momentum because they're going to have to increase their recruiting. If you want to argue a little, if you want to argue st- substantially, whatever, or somewhere in between, it's up to you. But I think going forward here, they're going to have to be better than they are right now. And this is coming right from their staff. So you can argue with me all you want because they can't come out and say these things, but they can tell me these things knowing that I don't give those guys up so I can say it. And that's what I'm being informed as to what they're thinking. So that's their line of thinking. And that's why this game, it's not about the Independence Bowl. It's about continuing to build momentum. And you literally cannot afford to have momentum slip. And so you're supposed to win this game, and you should. And then we'll go the rest of the bowl season. They put the, on, the, on the screen across, they list the bowl games and the winners. You know what I mean? And it's just BYU, another positive, going in the Big 12. You want as many positives pointing in that direction as possible, and this is another opportunity to have one. Kyle Whittingham at his... Uh uh, press conference after to announce all the signing day and all the kids coming in said winning's the number one thing that helps with recruiting. So you just keep every time you play and you win, you get a chance to call those kids, text those kids, visit with them, whatever, and remind them you're a winner. Right. One after another. And you just keep stacking them up. And the truth is, in any year, you know, it's like, oh, it's not this game, it's the big game. Well, the big game is one that we talk about and you remember, but you have to beat the I mean, you want to beat the 10 or 11 win team in the big game, and you want to beat your rival, and they did. They beat Utah this year. But you've got to beat the teams that are 6-6 six and six and 8-4 and four if you're going to add up to 11-2. and two. I get it's not the sexiest win, and it's not the one we're going to remember and talk about later on, but the only way to get to 10, 11, 12 wins is to win those games and just clean up on those opponents one after another. Yeah, I'm not really even talking about the 17, 18-year-olds. I'm talking about the donors. Who are going to get excited about the program and you need to build momentum with them and you need to say, this is what we've got going here. We've locked up our guy. Everybody loves him. He's like, uh, you know, he's Ray Romano. Everybody loves Kalani Sataki. Everybody. Everybody loves the guy. He's the most lovable dude. He's people talk about him being the next Lavelle Edwards in terms of lovable. He's the next Ron McBride. Everybody loves Ron McBride. Doesn't matter who you are. Everybody loves the guy. He's an institution in our community. True story. And so you've got somebody who knows how to treat you like you're special, whether you're donating 20 bucks or $20,000 or whatever it is. He's, he just has that ability. So they need to continue to cultivate that stuff because that stuff is extremely important. You can't draw a direct line between money and success but it's not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Yes. You look at the list of budgets, and the biggest budgets win. Right. Now more than ever. And the NIL. I was now talk- there's just all this money that's off budget, but it still matters. It matters a ton. I'm talking yesterday afternoon to an agent. 
well-known in the business, uh, NFL dude's got dozens and dozens of clients, right? And we're talking about how the, just all the changes that have been going on. Now, the changes that are going on are largely in college as opposed to the NFL. And so he's telling me that he's getting calls, a lot of calls from mom and dads saying, where do I send my son to college where he can get the most money, the most money that's available to him for NIL? What have you heard? What do you know as far as that stuff? And I'm sitting on my couch just listening, and he's telling me all this stuff that's going on. Again, it's another thing that we've been talking about for years, how I've said if you don't think that these kids are getting paid, you just don't know. You don't have contacts in the in the business. You're a newbie and you haven't paid your dues to, to know that. And so they've been getting paid a ton. Now they're going to get paid more and it's going to be quote unquote legal, even though uh, you, whether it's legal or not, and it's a BYU and the built bar is going to get investigated. What a waste of time. And going forward, we're going to see that. And schools, he's telling me schools are getting representatives to get them NIL deals for their kids in a manner that, well, we're not setting it up. Joe Blow's agency is setting it up. They have a third party. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to have the work And so he's telling me all this Which stuff. Which never, ever, ever made any sense to me. Schools can't set it up. Of course schools are going to set it up. The kids move, too, move through the program too fast, don't have the connections and knowledge of background. Of course schools are going to set it up. They're either going to do it officially or they're going to do it unofficially. And if that's the industry trend through third parties, I still don't see how that's different. And I don't see, quote-unquote, why that's wrong. That's the, that's the key. I, I, just, I don't think it's different whether the school does it or there's an outside parallel agency booster. Right. I, wouldn't under, I don't understand how anyone could possibly hear this is coming and not think, okay, the school can't set it up. Then there'll be somebody who is a booster. Maybe they'll stop donating to the athletic department so they're not officially a booster, and they will set it up and run it. There'll be a booster in that sense because it'll be funneling NIL money to players. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe they just can't, can't do it, though. I don't know that they can or can't, but like the obvious workarounds, well, smart people who are fans are going to figure this out in like five minutes. It's what, what Tom Homo said. We had him on right when this thing came down in July, was it? And we had him on like the next day. And he said, there's all sorts of stuff that we don't have any idea where it's going to go down, which road, that road, all roads. And so basically, what's the expression? The barn door is open mm-hmm. and it's not closing. And, and, and these kids, they're going to get all sorts of money, 20000 40000 60000 you, you, you know, depending on who you are and what your personality is and where you go from there. Uh, all those things are going to matter. And... This is a this is a guy, an agent who's not really involved in the collegiate ranks. Uh, yeah, but he's going to talk to all these and build relationships because then he's got a better chance of getting clients. If well, the kid he, hits it big and turns out to be a pro, yeah, he doesn't really need clients. I mean, he's got that. His portfolio is massive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll always take him, but it's not like he's scrounging for work. He he's got. He's plenty. Not, he's not Jerry Maguire just leaving the firm trying right. to get one client. Right. And you're certainly going to take, you know, whatever. You're always going to take more opportunity to make more money. We understand all that. But just as he was talking and, and explaining the stuff that's out there, this is a big deal. 
and kids uh, are where they're at in terms of looking to get the money that they need or not necessarily, well, some of them need it for sure, but they get money available. So that's what BYU needs to be doing. And, and Utah State needs, everybody needs to be doing it because it's this part is part of the gig. It's this the is rules just, now. This is a order. fire that is going to be a wildfire. <laughs> I mean, it is just going to spread like crazy. And the days of they don't get nothing, which I never bought anyway, because I think if you can get an education you don't have to pay for, uh, you can cash in on it literally 40 years later. But nevertheless, you can cash in on it today, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. when I went now to college, do when, I, when I went to college, Byron Scott was there, big man on campus with basketball, right? And I didn't know where he was from at the time. But I later worked in that community in Inglewood and was there, was at his high school Mm -hmm. and saw it, you know, and the car that he was driving was not indicative of a scholarship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that that you were getting the scholarship. And hey, guy was an incredible basketball player. So he brought the university money. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I can argue he's their best player ever. And they haven't been anything really for many, many years, but they were decent then. Because of a guy like him. <laughs> you know, I guess Harden you can put in there too, but uh, probably, probably put Harden maybe a little bit over Scott because Scott was overshadowed. He had to take a back seat to those Hall of Famers on the Laker team. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, the baby blue uh, convertible that he was driving. Now it's going to be more out in the open. Just, Jerry Tarkanian was thinking, man, I wish I was born... 80 years later. Yeah. <laughs> he was the big rebel, literally, <laughs> and figuratively. And and th- this is where we're I going lo- with this. I love packed in transfers. <laughs> the cars are already paid for. And why not take something that has been so seedy and try to reduce it? Not eliminate it, but try to reduce the seediness, especially in that sport where one or two guys can make a massive difference. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Not that one or two guys can't change a football game, but the impact they have in basketball when there's only five guys and you yeah. can have the ball every possession. So I think all this stuff is important for the Cougars. It's not about the Independence Bowl. I'm not hung up on the Independence Bowl. I'm hung up on what this program is trying to achieve and build at a time where this is an exciting time because the future is potentially promising, but it's also mysterious and where do you go from here? And how do you negotiate it? What rivalries are you going to build? You know, you're probably going to build some rivalries. You don't know which ones are because you have virtually no exposure to any of these teams. I mean, who's to say that Central Florida and BYU aren't battling it out in three years? You know what I mean? It could happen. Yeah. So that's exciting. And it's mysterious. And it's a, it's a brand new world. In a, in a manner, it's more mysterious and exciting than what BYU or Utah was going into. Because we knew about Oregon and SC and, and all that. You know? Yeah, and the Big 12's changing because two teams are right, going, right. four are coming in, right. as opposed to Utah and Colorado are coming in. There's way more change in the Big 12. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And there's, there's and got so much where, unknown. Where the arrow looks like it's up. The arrow looks like it's up at UCF. The arrow looks like it's up at Cincinnati and at Houston. And at the same time, any coaching change could sink any of them. Potentially. Oklahoma exactly. State, Baylor, yeah. Iowa State, Kansas State's had time. All these programs, 
I don't scoff at any of them. They've had their moment. It can be done. Yeah, yeah. Kansas even got an Orange Bowl. Uh, you know, they haven't been and good. Then it all went wrong. Right. So you, know, I don't but, anticipate you know, that's, them. That's another reason that Utah State and BYU fans should be into winning this game. Because you said this a long time ago. When you're losing, it seems like you'll never get out of it. When you're winning, it seems like it'll never end. But if you've been following these teams, I mean, just look at Kalani. Year one, nine and four. It looked great, but they graduated a quarterback. He went off to the NFL. Nine and four turned into four and nine. Then got back to seven and six. It was kind of okay, but nobody was really happy. Nobody knew they were on the verge of going 21 and three in the next 24 games. And at some point, it'll end. And at some point, you'll be able to say, like with Croton, now we can say it definitively, but we didn't know it at the time. He starts 14 and two. They fly into Reno the morning of the game. The program's never the same. For uh, Under him. I flew in the night before, and I was still gassed. <laughs> so you never know when you're walking out to a game, like, this is the game where Team X is going to take off. This is the game where yeah. Team Y is going to collapse. And you talk about coaching changes. You know, Utah State, Boise's got to miss on somebody sometime. You would think. Not every coach Not can Not every coach run. can come in and it, crush it. But for Utah State, there's a couple of things. They have an opportunity to be the best team in their division. And maybe if Boise slips a little. And the reality is, if Blake Anderson puts together two seasons like this, he's going to be hot as can possibly be. But if he puts together two great seasons and leaves the program in phenomenal shape, that gives you an opportunity much better to get somebody more qualified to replace him if it comes to that. You were just yelling at me that nobody cares about how many 11-win seasons, but if they win this game tomorrow and he has another big year and he gets a job and can go off and double, triple, quadruple his money, whatever it is, wherever it is, if you're the AD at Utah State and you're interviewing people and you're trying to get somebody, are you dropping the line the last three coaches who've come through here, won 11 games and got a Power 5 job and doubled or tripled their money? Or do all the candidates already know that and it uh, yeah, doesn't even need to be said? I don't know that i bring that up. Man, we're a great stepping stone. Come here. <laughs> I don't know that I say that. But all the coaches do their homework and they know. Well, it doesn't need to be said. If the Notre Dame coach and the Oklahoma coach can leave, then the friggin' Utah State State coach coach can leave. Come on. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. David Locke, radio voice of the Jazz, coming up in 15 minutes right here on The Zone.